This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of both World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Please look at my website, worldministries.org, that is worldministries.org. We are actually living in a communist takeover. This is a coup in progress. If the church doesn't wake up, get it head out of the sand, we're going to lose the republic. The church has always been the protector of freedom. World War I, World War II, we won. Why? Because we had Judeo-Christian values. We were good. We stopped evil. Right now, America has become evil. We're promoting every sin of abomination under this administration, and we are in desperate trouble. Only the church can stop it. If we can unite the church, the church is so messed up itself, half of the churches are under the Federal Council of Churches. That's a Marxist communist covering. The mainline churches, they back every sin of abomination, drag queens in the churches, homosexuality, gay marriages, etc., etc. And the other churches, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Independence, if their statement of faith is correct, still they come under the influence so much of the time by our public schools, our universities, elementary, where they're teaching a woke philosophy. And uh, they go to church one, two hours a week, then they're in school eight hours a day. And that's why you have all through America uh, students, even from Christian families, Students from public schools, universities, marching in favor of Hamas, marching for Antifa, marching for BLM. We are in trouble. The church is in trouble. The church is sick. Again, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. It's geared on Pentecost. Another great awakening, national repentance trying to get into the stadiums to have people get out of those stadiums with power and authority from the Holy Spirit. Peter, he ran, he hid, he lied. He was a coward. After Pentecost, he was bold as a lion, represent Jesus to his death and had many, many, many awakenings with people saved everywhere he went. I have with me special guest, Nathan Gobb. Uh, Nathan, welcome to the Warning Program. Good to be here. Why don't you tell our listeners where you are right now? I am in the huge metropolis of Bullhead City, Arizona. 
Population about 30,000. <laughs> Bullhead, Arizona. You know, I think back, I've been in Arizona, but I don't think I've ever been to Bullhead. Well, Bullhead City is actually right up against the Nevada border. Okay. Okay. So how, how are you... How are you dealing down there with uh, uh, what America is going through and open borders and everything else? We see it here every day. We have crime in the streets from from illegal aliens. Every day we have homelessness everywhere in the city. It's uh, and calling it a city is a stretch. Okay. Explain. The actual name of it is Bullhead City, but it's a city in name only. It's a tiny little town. Wow. Wow. Okay. But it's an unusual city because last night about 80,000 people were here, as they are every single night of the year, because we are right across the border from about the third or fourth largest gambling city in the United States here of Laughlin, Nevada. So that crowd fills the hotels over there every day. But the people that live here, there's an enormous amount of poverty. There's an enormous amount of people just living on the very edge of destitution. Wow. Wow. So it sounds like it's a tremendous responsibility and opportunity uh, for the church. Our church has a food bank that feeds, excuse me, that feeds roughly between eight and 10,000 families a week. Wow. Eight to 10,000 a week. In the surrounding communities here. Well, that's marvelous. That is marvelous. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Nathan, since April of 2000, April of 2000, I have had 25 prophetic dreams, civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Now, you just think about it. April of 2020, 2020, 25 prophetic dreams, civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Civil unrest, it's been here ever since those dreams started. Civil war? We're on the brink of real war, not just talking about spiritual warfare. We're talking about real war. America has gone through a civil war before. An invasion, 10 to 15 millions of illegal people walking through the borders of every type of persuasion and ethnic group, whether they're Chinese, Russian, Ukrainian, uh, South American, Central America, uh, Cartels, Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, communist. We have an invasion as dangerous as another country invading because they're bringing their people here without war being declared. But I'll tell you, what you saw in Israel is a precursor. Without another great awakening, blood is going to flow through America like it did Israel. Nathan? Well, if you take those numbers and extrapolate that out, that is a small city, or not a small city, that's a large city. 10 to 15 million, that's some of the biggest, that's more than the population of some states that we have brought in. 
under this current government. I think the statistics showed something like 42% of our population now have been born abroad. Yep. Now, you think about that. We're talking about 42% of the living population born well, these abroad. Are the people that came here because of a love for America. There are people that came here for economic reasons, but the vast majority of them want to live their culture here, but have the gifts that this country gives them as part of the reason for being here. They didn't come here for opportunity. They came here to live off the government and see what's going on. Now, there are some that you can't lump them all into that because there are some that are just starving to death and trying to find place for their family to not die. So it's a, it's a hard place as a Christian. You know, the Bible talks pretty strongly about, you know, immigrants being people we're supposed to care for. But I don't think that these are what you could conventionally call immigrants. A lot of them are people from criminal backgrounds that their country just doesn't want them anymore, so they're dumping them on us. Yeah, immigrants is one thing. There was a legal way to come in. My wife came in the legal way. Uh, but exactly. then, then there is a illegal way. I mean, I don't understand. I just don't understand while they haven't brought Biden up on treason because uh, that's what he's doing right now. Uh, he's supposed to protect the borders of the United States from an invasion. And uh, I don't understand why the Republicans haven't pushed this issue. But uh, we are having an invasion, and the technical word, I've listened to different uh, lawyers, etc., and they said this is treason. Now, again, you have to have the fortitude, the will, to uh, come against this. And so far, everyone is talking about it. Well, talk doesn't get you anywhere unless there's action. Yeah, and it's not just a matter of political party, because there are people in both political parties who back this immigration. You mean this illegal immigration? That's what I'm talking this about. This is open borders for a new world order, a one world government. That's all it is. All over yep. the world where this happening, all over the world, their nations are collapsing economically all over the world. Yeah. It's the sad part is this. As Christians, we have to be concerned for the poverty stricken and the poor and the people who are starving to death and coming here because they're dying. And at the same time, we have to be concerned that our nation is not crushed by it. Well, so there's a, it leaves us spiritually in a, in a gray area that I'm praying every day and saying, Lord, Help me find what the godly thing to do in this is. Again, we have and had in the past legal immigration for those what you're talking about with real needs. Mm -hmm. I know them. But there is a reason mm -hmm. why you have closed borders for the dissidents, the rebels, ones that don't have our values and beliefs, cartels, armies, etc., Hamas, Hezbollah. There's a reason we had closed borders to prevent our enemies from destroying us. Exactly. 
But, you know, as Christians, in the midst of this, there is tremendous opportunity for ministry also. And so what we have to do as Christians is we have to say, Lord, show me what to do here. Lord, show me what I'm supposed to do, what I can do within the confines of the law, because I'm not going to break the law. And God almost never in the Bible asks us to break the law. So the thing is, unless the law becomes so anti-Christian that we have to find a new government by either replacing ours or by going somewhere else. I mean, I don't know what the the easy answer is here. It's not readily available to us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening, watching The Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, worldministries.org, and Pastor Nathan Gobb out of Arizona. Yes, we need to obey the law, Romans 13. Now, communists use that. Dictators use that. Oh, you're supposed to obey. Well, they're taking it out of context. It says all authority is under a higher authority, under God. And this is where Bonhoeffer and others disobeyed Hitler in Germany because they were disobeying a higher authority and what they were doing to the Jews, etc. And so uh, we're supposed to obey a higher authority. And if our government violates that higher authority, we're supposed to come against it. Now, we're supposed to, yes, try to change the laws, and that's why we try to uh, vote. But let me tell you something. Uh, it's not a just a, a blanket covering that these dictators like to use, communists uh, or people that abusing the Constitution. Oh, you're under the law, but you're under God. And if you fail that, we need to remove you. Nathan? I think that is a, a, a very good way to put it. We have to, as Christians, I believe we can't just sit in the corner with our head in the sand anymore. Now, that's- Every single person under the sound of our voice needs to get involved. That's been the Get problem. involved from the local government level up. Make your voice be heard. Vote. Speak to all your friends about voting. And it's people say, well, you know, voting is not as simple as just voting Republican or Democrat. Well, that may be a clear statement. However, if one party completely disobeys the will of God, if one party is murdering literally millions of the unborn, If one party is making strong anti-church statements, I mean, we have a president right now who's not even allowed to take communion in his own church because he's so in rebellion to what the Bible teaches. I understand. I think think that uh, so was Nancy Pelosi uh, uh, refrained from taking communion because of her immoral stances. You know, so what we're we're in a situation of where you have to you have to really be in the word so that you know which party is what. And it's not as simple as that because we have some people, even in the Republican Party who claim to be a Christian party, 
But if you look at their voting records, they vote for immoral things. I know it. I know it. And uh, we, we also call a lot of those people rhinos, Republican in name only. Yep. So, yes, you have yep. to do your due diligence. But uh, we yes. have that responsibility to, to rule, to reign, to occupy, to be salt, to take authority. Uh, the bottom line is, if we rule, they prosper. I'm talking about the people. If the evil man rules, the people, Christians, suffer. We're persecuted. Now, in the beginning yep. of the original 13 colonies... 11 out of 13, if you wanted to be a politician, you had to say Jesus Christ was your Lord, your Savior, and your God. And the Bible was used in the courtrooms for morality, justice, and ethics. Now, we could go on and on for hours laying the foundation how this is a Christian nation. And so that's what kept us prosperous. That's why we defeated World War I and II. We had a lot of righteousness inside of us that came against evil. But let me tell you something. Uh, now we have become evil. Nathan? Making you the, the real word. Make sure that you are trying to do everything. We live in a time where just being a passive Christian is not enough anymore. You're right. I was mentioning a few minutes ago. The church we belong to and we're part of here, I'm on the pastor staff of an a interesting church. We have a halfway house where guys that are just getting out of prison or just getting out of rehab or are just stranded have a place where they can live in these big dormitories and they're being taught the word. They are learning how to get back on their feet in life. And at the same time, they're growing in the Lord. Well, that's not a normal thing that average churches do. And rehab centers normally cost a couple thousand dollars a month to be there. Ours is completely free for people who don't have a couple thousand dollars. Tremendous. They're just going to sit in jail. We're feeding people. We see people drive up to the food bank every day that have... No food to feed their family. And they're in an economy where they're struggling to just not lose their house because their mortgage payment that used to be $1,200 is now 6000 with the interest rate changes. Those are scary numbers. Yes, yes. That's a place where, as Christians, we have to find a way to get involved and do something. We have people that come to our church Uh, The other night, we had a young girl that was out in the parking lot of the church wearing basically torn underwear. Wow. She looked like she had been raped. Oh, my. And she is, uh, we we know her from the neighborhoods around here. She's a, a hooker that's pretty young. Prostitution is everywhere, especially when poverty is and drugs. She's a fentanyl addict. And at the same time, she she was begging for money because she needed to be high, and fentanyl is very addictive. And she attacked us. We went over to talk to her to see if we could get her some help. We've seen her around the neighborhoods. We know who she is. But we don't know. We didn't know as much about her as we thought she did. She was... Once I talked to her, she was 14 years old. 
She's hooking on the street just to get money for drugs. And when we let her know that we would help her, but we weren't going to help her with drugs, she became physically violent. And one of the other people there yelled out, don't let her bite you because she was attacking us. Wow. Because she's HIV positive. So we're dealing with people that need Jesus. Her being a 14-year-old hooker doesn't make her evil. It makes her somebody whose life fell apart. Talking to her later, I found out that she left home because she was being raped by her stepdad. Oh, my. You know, there's real problems out there in the world. And whoever you are, if you're listening here, whoever you are, wherever you are, there is somewhere you can go and get involved. Yes. If there's a good food bank there, food banks don't make money. They are they are total nonprofit organizations. They need volunteers just to function. If there's a good food bank, go volunteer one day a week because most of them are open five days a week or six days a week because the need is so great. Go volunteer, which means you're going to stuff grocery bags and carry them out to the cars for people. And these are people that are not trying to scam groceries. These are people that are trying to have dinner with their family because they're starving. Yes. Right here in this country. So we have to, if you go down and do that, go to a, a food bank, see what they've got to do. Find local homeless shelters go down and work in the kitchen and make them dinner whatever you can do to get involved people of god need to stop talking about it and go and do something amen and and it takes more than just saying well i'm going to give them a check for 50 bucks well they need that too but more than that they need your hands they need your heart to be there to witness to people while you just fed them supper. And if you give you them know, that $50 check, make sure they're not buying drugs with it. Exactly. No, if you give if you give people on the street a $50 check, they are buying drugs with it. And they, first of all, they don't want your check because they can't even cash it. Most people that are out there living on the street don't even have ID anymore. So what we have to do is find a way to make a difference. There are organizations that are making a difference, like any food any food bank, any rehab center that's really helping people, any place that is, even the Salvation Army needs volunteers, and they do a real serious ministry. So whoever... Whoever you are, wherever you are, sit and say, in my life, what am I missing that I should be doing for the kingdom of God? That's very good, uh, Pastor Nathan. Now, uh, before we close, I want you to tell us again the city, uh, the state, and the name of the church in case people are in your area they can attend. We are in Bullhead City, Arizona. And the church is called Praise Chapel. And it is a, the church is a phenomenal ministry here. We have the front 
four or five rows of the church jammed with people that are in a rehab center right now that they come to every service. And we have seven to nine services every week. Wow. Because these people are still, a lot of them are very new Christians. A lot of them are not Christians. They're just here because they live here. So it gives us an opportunity to disciple them, to help them understand why their life is where it is, and to help get them every, every week. We have a couple of people that get a good job and move out. And But you know something? They're still coming back on Sundays and Wednesdays to the church services, and some of them are coming back every night of the week. Amen. Because they're still hungry to learn the word. This is Dr. So, Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International, Eagle Saving Nations as well, WMI, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Join it today. We've got to have another great awakening. I've had Pastor Nathan Gobb, Nathan Gobb from Arizona. Uh, Pastor, thank you for being on our program. Great to be here with you. And God bless each one of you. Let's get involved. Salvation, healing, deliverance. Let us get involved in leading the nation as true ambassadors of Jesus Christ. When he ascended, he said, go tarry and then go lead, go minister. May God richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.